right, and welcome back to the Shardbreaker podcast, episode 13, our final episode of Warbreaker. We are read through chapters 53, 56 all the way through the epilogue. I am Midnight, and I'm here with Darkness. Hello. And Mythic. Hello. So, take yeah. two. No. <laughs> <laughs> I said, all right, time for take two. No, not take two. So yeah, so uh, we have finally gotten through the whole book of Warbreaker. Yeah, it's been way too long. It's been a long time, but we got yeah, through we're, it. We're, we're going to have to read all of the next book just off no. right from the start to the end. Nope, that's not happening. Nope. All right, so let's get into it. So chapter 56, we started with Vivenna's point of view, peeking into the room where Vasher is uh, hanging. Both Denth and Tonkfa are also yeah, inside. Yeah, just hanging around. He's just hanging out. He's having a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Got some lemon-juiced wounds. No big deal. <laughs> um. So yeah, so she awakens some rope, which she tells to grab one thrown. And then she goes into the room and throws a rope at both Denth and Tonkfa, which uh, Denth immediately cuts the one at being thrown at him with a dagger, but the other one gets Tonkfa and wraps around his face and neck. Uh, Denth then pulls out his sword, and Vivenna pulls out her own, causing Denth to pause in surprise, which is pretty much what Vasher was hoping would happen if she ever got in a fight. Um, and Vash- uh, Vivenna then quickly cuts the rope holding Vasher, and Denth slams his dueling blade through her shoulder. Uh, Denth says he hasn't been expecting to see her, and asks if this was supposed to be a rescue. He then sees Tonkfa struggles weakening, and he has to jump over to help him. I guess he does care about Tongfa, or at least feels like he needs the extra person there with him. Um, doesn't want Tongfa dying. Uh, so Vasher tells Vivenna she needs to go back to her homeland and tell her people not to fight the lifeless and not to bring other countries into the war. Vivenna instead withdraws the breath she had she has in her clothing and gives it to Vasher. So what did you guys think about Vivenna's rescue plans here? It went perfect. It worked out. Yeah, I don't think it went perfect. She did get stabbed. It went perfect. <laughs> she also notes that the stab wasn't as bad because of her past trauma. Yeah, she's she's dealt with a bunch of fucked up shit lately. She's like, well, I got stabbed, but it's not the worst. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, she's becoming a badass. Becoming? She's always been a badass. I mean, she's not. Al- she's long? not always been a badass. Always. <laughs> Badass in the sense of like, like it takes a bad. lot of bravery. It takes a lot of bravery to come to a new That's city true. to save your sister. It's true. It's true. And fail. <laughs> fail. And then keep I was going. Gonna say it, but, I was going <laughs> to say it, but you know, yeah, it takes a lot of courage. And then yes. not only that, it also takes a lot of courage to fight the person that you just saw killed your. Ex-fiancé, possibly. Your possible fiancé. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, like, come on. It's true, yeah. Um, so then Denth uh, raises his blade, and Vivenna backs herself up towards the window. Vasher takes Vivenna's sword, wraps rope around his waist, and Denth knows it's funny that they bleed like ordinary men when they are stronger and live longer. Vasher replies that ordinary, ordinary men die with more honor. Agree. <laughs> Uh, Denth and Vasher then begin to fight, and Vivenna notices that Denth is doing better. She tries to rise to help, but Tonkfa pushes her back down. 
his cloak slides a little bit, and Vivenna takes her breath back from it when she didn't fin- uh, from when she didn't finish her command previously. Which on it. wait 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 did we miss something? I swore there was. Didn't she give him her breath? No. She gave. So she gave Vasher the breath she currently had in her clothing. Yeah. But previously, remember, when she ran yeah. away from Denth and Tonk Fa, she had put breath into this cloak trying to do a command. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so I, I don't remember you saying that, though. Is what I'm saying. That was... Like, I thought... No, that was right a while ago. He... That was several chapters ago. Was it? That was when she discovered Parlin. No, 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 no. no, no, no. about when... when... Okay. She, when he, once he, she cut him free. Yeah, I, I, no, I did I say that. I, she gave him breath. Yeah, she did. So, I said, I so said... So that he could battle. Yeah, so I said, uh, where where was it? Uh, okay. Dead the Muley cuts it. Uh, Vena quickly cuts the rope holding Vasher. He slams her dueling braid. Um, he then, oh, here we go. Vasher tells Vena she needs to go back to her homeland. Uh, but Vena instead withdraws the breath she has in her clothing and gives it to Vasher. And then that's when I asked no, the okay. question. Okay, I didn't hear that part. All right. Okay, All right. sorry. I might just be well, fast. Well, no, that's that's what was about to happen. <laughs> No, I thought she. No, I, I said it, it and then I asked the, the question. No. Well, I yeah, moved to the cloak. We yeah, no, she she gave yeah. the breath that she currently had from her clothing to Vasher, yeah. mm-hmm. and then oh, right. uh, backs up to the window as Denth and Vasher start fighting, and then Tonkfa stops her from interfering when Denth is winning, and then she notices he's still wearing the same cloak that he had on when she had tried to yeah, escape yeah, yeah. them earlier, and she's oh. able to use that breath. Uh, Which, by the way, I did comment on the fact that she was going to use that breath. Yeah, I was gonna say, uh, oh, yeah. did you did you uh, did you guys think this cloak would be used later, like it was in this fight? Well, yeah, because they made yeah. a comment about it, but <laughs> yeah, I think you guys, I think you guys had pretty much uh, expected yeah. that it was gonna come up again later <laughs> if he still wore it. Yeah. So yeah, he was stupid enough to keep wearing that cloak. You think Denth at least would have known better than to let him keep wearing it? Mm-hmm. Yep. Denth has too many other uh, more non-mortal things to think about. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so she she commands the cloak to attack and grab Denth. The cloak whips into the air, yanking Tonkfa to the side and causing him to crash into Denth. Uh, but unfortunately, the crash also causes Vasher to fall out of the window. Yeah. Uh, Tonkfa asks if Vasher will live, and Denth replies, of course he'll live through falling out of his third story window. Of course. You know, <laughs> to, like, certain doom. <laughs> any, any normal person would just fall from a three-story window and live, you know? Yeah, no, he's just like, he fell through a three-story window to certain doom. Of course he's still alive. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. It's fucking Vasher. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then we switch to Vasher's POV, so pretty much immediately after. He's awakening the rope that was around his waist and has it grab things, slowing his fall. He then takes his breath back and commands the rope to give his leg strength so he can hop down the large blocks of the palace. Uh, he then grabs a sword from a fallen soldier and begins fighting the soldiers at the gate. Uh, to the God King's Palace. Uh, he And then, I really like this part, he awakens a man's shirt and pants to fight uh-huh. for him as if they were him. Yeah, that was one of my favorite commands yeah, he did. This, yeah. Yeah, this fight, it, for, fight for me as if you were me. I yeah. Like, what? That's a fucking complicated command. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know how many breath this man had, but damn. Yeah. Well, he had as much as Vivenna had. Because Vivenna well, gave it I'm all saying, I, don't, I don't know how much this man had, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, so this causes it, it to look like an... Hmm? Break it down. Break it down? Yeah, you like doing the math here, right? Uh, I think she... Did she still have, like, the third heightening? I don't remember what heightening she was at. If she was at the third heightening, he would have had 600. 
So it obviously doesn't cost him that much. And I think they've mentioned that cloth isn't too bad to awaken. What's the first heightening again? Like what? what, Uh, First heightening is 50, I believe. Is it 50? It goes 50, 200, 600, 1,000, 2,000, 3,500, 5,000, 10,000, 20,000, 50,000. That makes sense. Um, so yeah, so then, uh, yeah, it looks like an invisible person in a shirt and pants fighting with a sword. He makes a second one and continues fighting until he sees a group of lifeless show up. He swears, and then hears Nightblood scolding him for swearing, and then saying he came to save Vasher. Uh, so yeah, just, I think we kind of talked about it a little bit, but what are your thoughts on the constructs Vasher made here to fight with him? I said my favorite command he's used so far, so pretty cool command. Or your thoughts, Darkness? They're cool, but I always get worried. Like, fuck, what happens to the clothes? Like, you know, the breath, if they get fucked up, you know? <laughs> I mean, he pulls it back after it gets cut, so. Well, she pulls it back from one piece, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Does it get, like, cut in half? Like, how? yeah, how does that work? Well, That's what I'm, I'm like, How much I'm, breath I'm, is in if, each, if, like, strand of thread in the clothing? If, if I remember if I remember correctly, the one that went got cut down, he called, like, he... He uh, took the breath back, and I thought he took the breath back from the other one as well. After. I think he does I take he a breath. breath. From, I think he takes it back from both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My my next note after this is Vasher takes his breath back from both of them. He mm-hmm. goes into the palace and sees Nightblood yeah. poking out of a man's Nightbl- chest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nightblood calls him. He's like, "Oh, okay. I don't need these two anymore." Yeah. He's like, "Fuck it. I'm going into the palace again." So yeah, he pulls Nightblood out of its sheath completely. Mm-hmm. I this is I, this is a great part too. And a wave of black liquid comes out, which dissolves to smoke before hitting anything solid. Nightblood's voice booms, saying, to destroy, evil must be destroyed. I wish I could I could show or I could put the sound bite of the audible time like the audible section when this happened, because I'm listening to this while I'm at work. Yeah. And I was listening to this and I swear, like the voice they do for night like the Nightblood's voice is like different. As soon as it was pulled out, they did like this very deep, rough, like yeah, it, it's almost supposed commanding. To be, yeah, yeah, I mean the way Ooh. it's described, like by words, is it, it says it's supposed to be like that. It's like deep, mm-hmm. um, booming, and like it like, has like a lot yeah. of ellipses when he speaks and stuff like that. Uh, it was, oof. it yeah. was insane. It's so good. So yeah, Vasher's breath is leached away, pain shooting through his arm as it sucked into the blade, fueling its hunger. What did you think of the right. change in Nightblood's voice and way of speaking, first of all? I mean... Uh... <laughs> Darkness. <laughs> I mean... Maybe it's just hungry. <laughs> I get like that when I'm hungry. He's grumpy when he's hungry. He needs a Snickers. Uh, he needs yeah. a Snickers, yeah. <laughs> But they kind of said what he thought. It was it was just so cool. Oh, yeah. I love it. I love imagining it was. Nightblood. It was. Nightblood's yep. just the fucking best. Um, He's powerful, for sure. And then were you surprised that Nightblood, Nightblood uses nope. the breath of others to fuel itself? Nope. I, no. I, I stated that before, that when yep. you, we were asking about why they went gray, I was like, you must be siphoning breath. Yeah. Even at, even when Sheets you is still siphoning breath. I mean, we'll, we'll get into it more, but were you surprised by how quickly he siphons breath? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, 100%. That that definitely shocked <laughs> that me. That was fucking, uh, it's I, fucking crazy. <laughs> and then it started making me think, like, oh, well, maybe, because there's so many, like, clues that Vasher had breath, like, so many breath beforehand. 
like before the story even started. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, man, did what do you do? Like pull out Nightblood at some point, and like it was all siphoned out of him. Kind of <laughs> well, we find out later. Why yeah, we find Griff. out why. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm saying like it's originally what I thought when this yeah. came up. I was like, oh damn, he must have pulled Nightblood like to fight. Uh, yeah, I can't remember. Arsteel. Arsteel. Yeah. Yeah, I thought maybe he pulled Nightblood to fight Arsteel or something and lost all his breath mm-hmm. in the interim, but. Yeah, so then we get to see how what happens when a fully unsheathed Nightblood attacks. So Vasher yeah, attacks he the lifeless. Fifty fucking lifeless. Yeah. So Vasher seconds. attacks the lifeless, and they become smoke as soon as Nightblood strikes them, leaving a large stain of blackness in the air. As he attacks, oh, his arm twists with pain as vein-like tendrils climb up the hilt and around his forearm, feeding off his breath. He's able to defeat all fifty lifeless in only a few minutes, but half of the breaths Vavena gave him are also gone. The human soldiers run away, because fuck yeah, I'd be running if I saw that shit. <laughs> like, you fucking see these lifeless just poof into smoke. Like, I'm gone. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta write a note for after podcast for you. Okay. Uh, so Vasher then uses Nightblood to turn walls and ceilings into smoke as he makes his way back to the room he had been tortured in. His breath is drained away quickly, and he notes once it's all gone, Nightblood will kill him. The room is empty, uh, though, and he throws Nightblood across the room after Nightblood again says, destroy evil, without any lightness or familiarity. The black veins slowly evaporate from his skin, and he is left with enough breaths for just the first heightening. So he went through, like, 550 breaths, at least. In, like, a few minutes. Basically. So, what do you think about how Nightblood destroys the lifeless and stone walls? Were you surprised by Nightblood's true power? Yeah, yeah, it crazy. It was crazy. So crazy. I, yeah. I'm just. How hungry can you be? <laughs> like, I mean, starving apparently. <laughs> I mean, he's obviously because he eats a breath. So I would, I would say that like he. The, technically didn't get breath from you know other things and it it makes me wonder Mm. actually wow i just thought about i I was gonna make this comment i said it to you yesterday and now i I just remembered um so when vasher had originally stated about uh she couldn't uh she couldn't give the the way of making uh, awakened steel away because he was fearing for uh, well, what would uh, happen if lifeless if lifeless these. took it. Yeah, but lifeless have what like no breath. Well, remember you can make lifeless with more than one breath. But if it siphons it that fast, how long yeah. is a lifeless gonna last? Probably not long, but do they need to? Because they could just be told yes. only unsheath when you're right in front of an enemy. So, unsheath hit, unsheath it back, like... Or they I could mean, just, like, just throw it, too. You know? Yeah. Command them all to throw it, yeah. Or also, potentially, if she experimented more, maybe they could discover different ways. Like, he obviously killed her before she could experiment more with this mm-hmm. sort of technology. Um, or the, these types of commands. So, like, there might have been ways, just like how they m- made better lifeless, maybe they could have made better awakened uh, weapons. Yeah, maybe. Also, we uh, we don't know what... We don't know, like, if um, 
another awakened weapon would act the same as Nightblade. yeah that's the thing is as far as we know nightblood is the <clears throat> only one of its kind as far as we know that's what i said as far as we know nightblood is the <laughs> only one of its kind oh uh -huh. well so. well darkness uh we have a we, we can theorize now that there's a different weapon out there i want <laughs> awakened like knuckle dusters <laughs> Okay. How do you sheath I mean, those so they're not constantly drawing your breath? You don't. Like, you activate it by, like, spikes, you know? Okay. <laughs> like claws. Interesting. I mean, I mean, technically, you don't lose breath unless you put them on your fists, so. Yeah. I guess. You just throw them at people. <laughs> Here you go, guys. <laughs> Or better yet, the, there's a bar fight, and you're just like, hey, man, use these. <laughs> that would be so funny. That would be so funny. Oh, my <laughs> Two seconds later, the man's dead on the floor. Oh, my gosh. Or uh, better yet, maybe he just poofs into blackness. Yeah, they would. Just, yep. Just gone. Yeah, but I mean, well, I mean. It could have a different effect. Yeah, we have no Technically, idea. Technically, yeah. yeah, we don't know, because Vasher <laughs> never gets to that point. So. Nightblood's the like... only... Only example we have. What if what if the knuckle the dusters moment. just expel like glitter or something? <laughs> oh my god! Just poof into. You have an awakened confetti cannon. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> An awakened pistol. Uh, that I I've seen something like that. What? Uh, An awakened pistol. <laughs> yeah, I've seen something like that. It's a uh, what's it called? It's a game. It's called a. Uh... Oh, that! Oh my God! You're talking about uh, high on oh, life? No, not that one. Uh -huh. uh, okay, <laughs> I was gonna say. I'll, I'll tell you guys after I finish. Yeah. All right, all right. You think all about right. it. So, uh, afterwards, uh, a dueling blade is then dropped in front of Vasher, and Denth is there, telling them that they need to finish what they started. And then we move on to chapter fifty-seven, starting with Siri's point of view. Uh, Bluefingers is leading her to the top floor of the palace, and Siri notes that Bluefingers controls all of the lifeless. Siri states her people will retreat and not fall for Bluefinger's trap. She is then brought to a room with a black altar and lifeless carry in the corpses of priests, including Trelides. Bluefinger then states he will make sure the Idrians are angry enough to fight. So, uh, at the time when you were reading this, before we got to Siri's next point of view, did you realize why Bluefingers had taken her to an altar? Did you remember the whole, like, their whole, like, th weird theories about the Halandran society from way back when? I... I personally did not remember. I thought they were like sacrificing to like their own thing for us for just for a split second before they uh, revealed what they were doing. Mm -hmm. I didn't put any thought into it at all. So you just didn't think about even, it, yeah. Even after she said it, I was like, okay. I mean, sure, it makes sense. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I think the murdering her. In general, would have been an, would have sufficed. I don't think he had to go as far as yeah. Like, he was he was just going all out. Like, yeah, like I think that was a little over the top. But hey, you know, it's your mm -hmm. plan, man. The um, more time, the more time it takes to get to a specific location is the more time it takes for something to possibly pop up. Mm -hmm. Could have just murdered her in that room. Yep. So we get uh, a very quick light song point of view. He sees the God King being brought into the cells where him and the dead Blushweaver are and Larimar is. And he doesn't think it matters, though, and that he failed everyone. 
that's pretty much yeah, the so summary sleeping, of his point of view. So Sleeping Blushweaver. Well, we get to that after his there. next one. Sleeping Blushweaver. No, it was Blushing Blushweaver. No, nope, uh, nope. She's sleeping. She's not dead. Oh, oh, I see what you Blush mean. Blushweaver is not dream. dead. <laughs> okay. Sure, <laughs> sure. The like, road's been slit. I was like, but, uh, anyway, so we yeah. have Fasher's point of view next. He stands with difficulty and holds the dueling sword. Denson asks again about Vasher's fight with Arsteel. Vasher doesn't reply, though, and Denth begins attacking. Denth eventually stabs Vasher in the shoulder and states that Vasher never beat Arsteel. And we're back with Ciri. Uh, she tells Bluefingers he didn't have, he doesn't have to do this, that one more death won't matter. He states it will, though, and that they'll make it look like a sacrifice on an altar like the Idrians think the Haladrian people use for worship. Ciri knows her people will believe this, and Bluefingers apologizes. So if Bluefingers was able to kill Ciri on the altar like this, do you agree with, or we kind of talked about that, but do you agree that with him that the Idrians would have fought back no matter what? Yeah, I, I don't think. Yeah. But you said that like you think it, if he'd murdered her no matter what, it, w it would have been yeah, the same result. I don't, I don't think, yeah, I don't think, I don't think it would have mattered. Like, her just being killed would have been enough. If Like, if he had murdered her in the beginning, right in the front there, then brought the God King to whatever location and killed him in Life Song, like, in the, you know, the way he had planned, it, it would have still worked. Like, mm -hmm. you need the whole other thing that goes along with it. Like, it's yeah. just crazy. I'm just, like, like, them just sending the troops by themselves would have fucking, like, you know... Mm -hmm. Well, they want them, them to fight back. It. They were worried that if they just sent the lifeless out that the Indurans would just run away and hide. Yeah, because, I mean, they're cowards, so... Well, as long yeah, as they're it, cowards, they, can't, they literally don't have a military big enough to fight back. <laughs> it's okay, they're cowards, I got it. It also wouldn't have made sense, because, like, the king is stupid, right? <laughs> and they have, like, two of their children already, so... Well, he yeah, doesn't 100% know what happened so. with Vivenna after her letter to him. I mean, I don't think uh, the father is that smart in general. Uh, I don't know if even the altar plan would work. Because uh, I feel like he'd still try to run <laughs> no, away. You know, you kind of right. Oh my God. <laughs> such a bad opinion of him. Oh, oh no, Siri's dead. Oh, all right. Well, I said it of her death anyways. So. Yeah. All right. Well, we then. What do I care? <laughs> we then switch back to one of the most interesting light song uh, point of views here. So we have mm. light song. Uh, he's crying, and he notes the God King is as well. Light song then is in a vision of his memories. He's on a boat in a dark sea during a storm. He remembers that his name, uh, that the name of the ship, is the Red Panther. Lightsong notes that he's a smaller and pudgier version of his god ship. self. Hmm? Weird name for a ship. It's the Red Panther. Uh, his job had been to discover whether people had been cheated or if a contract hadn't been paid properly. A detective that uses arithmetic and books. What do you think about learning about Lightsong's job and why he had the skills he did with investigating? I mean. We kind of already learned about his job before, but... Well, we were just told he was a scribe before. Now we yeah, learned that he was, uh... like, his specific job and why he had, like, those investigative skills. I don't think... Makes sense. I don't know where the juggling comes in, but it makes I, sense. I mean, maybe that was just his hobby. I feel like the whole time, like, when I was... I thought, his hobby, time... I thought his hobby was doing whatever the boat. No, that's Larmar's hobby, they say. I thought it was both of their hobby. No, it's Larmar's hobby, and he brings Light Song a lot, along a lot, so he, that's why he knows how to tie ropes well. Yeah, and, yeah apparently, and apparently he brings his niece along, to, or, well, his daughter. Yeah, well, I mean, he goes, it's supposed to be, like, a uh, family outing. 
Yeah, I think uh, my family are like, yeah. a terrible um, sea right. Yeah, and a terrible seas. Well, I don't you know. think I think the storm they say came upon them suddenly. I don't think it was a terrible uh-huh. <laughs> ride. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyways, poor so, navigation skills. I got gotcha. you. Anyway, so Larimar is there, and Lightsong notes that the, that sailing is a hobby of his. The sailors, Larimar and Lightsong, are all trying to keep the ship from capsizing. Uh, when a young woman named Tatara comes out of the ship cabin, um, and I believe uh, Lightsong tries to yell at her to go back inside, but as she looks at Lightsong, a wave tosses her into the ocean. Uh, Lightsong, who had been tying ro- knots, had a, has a loop of rope in his hand. And, af- and without thinking, he dives into the water after Tatara. He barely knows how to swim, which... Personally, I feel like you, if you're going out on boats all the time, you should know how to swim. Yes. First off. Like, that's a bad decision on his part to not learn how to I swim. I would have jumped in anyways, yeah. Yeah, so he, he jumps in, on, barely knowing how to swim, but he's able to grab Tatara's foot and loop the rope around her ankle. He then sinks into First the off, boy- that hmm? is insanely hard to do. Right. In torrent storm seas, that you jumped into the ocean, grabbed her foot, swung a, a rope around it, and tied it good enough that yeah. she still didn't get swept away. But apparently, she she's still alive. Yeah, she's apparently yeah, got pulled right. back up. That's insanity. Anyway, so he then sinks into the void of the dark sea, and he remembers he had seen war and destruction, and that was why he had returned. What do you think about Light Song's original death and him saying saving uh... Tatar? Wait, 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 wait. Because I thought I had a note on this. What is... Like, he was... I thought he was... Or maybe it's later. Is it later that he has, like, a vision or something of some... He remembers somebody, something like... from the beyond, from between his death. That that comes up in a, yeah. in a couple of paragraphs. It's not is that yet. later? Okay, yeah, okay, it's okay, after okay, okay. That's, that's when I have that. Okay. okay. Um, yeah, I was, I, was, I was sure you guys were going to have questions about that. <laughs> Well, no, I have a theory on that. Okay, yeah. But uh, what was the question you asked? I was just today? asking about what you thought about his death and him saving Tatara. No, I, mean, I already knew Light Song was a hero, so. <laughs> Did you? You kept, You guys kept agreeing he wasn't a god and that he may not have died heroically. As he's not a god. Time. He's not a god. He seems to believe he is by the end of this. Yes, but he's not a god. None <laughs> of them are gods, okay? They might be god adjacent, but they're not gods. None of them. I mean. If he's a god, why'd he die? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, anyways, what did, you, did you have any thoughts, Darkness, on Light Sung's death? Him saving um, peace? Yeah. Oh. Mythic. <laughs> I might, um, I might do stupid shit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I just think that whole general, like, why are you even there? What do you mean, why are you even there? Like... Oh They're on a nice sailing trip, and then a storm suddenly oh. came in. Out of nowhere. I don't know, I just think it's... I, I low-key thought it was a dumb way to go, but, I mean, at least he saved it, right? Oh, you're, yeah. you're, saying, about, you're, you're saying his death was a dumb way to go? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I can I can agree with you and disagree with you at the same time. I feel I like Tatara was the one who made a mistake. She fucking just yeah. came out of the cabin and then just instantly goes overboard. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> it's her fault. It was it was definitely a a a 
dumb way to go out because, in my opinion, if you have enough strength to jump out, grab her foot, and tie her foot to the thing, you had enough strength to hold the rope, too. How did they even get her back up? I'm assuming they pulled the rope Just up. Pull her. Yeah, pull, her, pull the rope up and then, yeah, you know. They, they wouldn't have known, right? Well, they saw him well, jump mean, off with would. it. They, they were probably hoping to get light song back would. up. Yeah, and then ended you, up would, with you would also know, though. You would, you would know, though, like the rope being yeah, the way the rope like would be moving. in the water. You, you know, something was tied onto it. So yeah, the fact that it's not it just floating, you know that one of yeah. them is attached to it, and you're gonna try and save who's ever attached to the rope. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I mean, in all honesty, the better option would have been to jump in there with the rope tied to Make your waist. Yourself. Yeah, and That's then was... you jump in, you grab her, and then you're both safe. But, yeah, and then you just try and hold on to her for dear life as they pull you up. Yeah, I mean, you have enough strength to tie her foot. You definitely have enough strength to hold her. Torrent waters are not are, yeah, I know, are right? insane. Like, there's no way. I mean, it's a book. It's yeah. theory. It's a theoretical thing. But, like, come on. Be um, realistic here, Brandon Sanderson. God. <laughs> so, Light Song then comes back to the present and sees the God King has no tongue. He realizes he is seeing the image from one of his dreams. Blushweaver's body bloodied, not blushing. Larmor's eyes closed from crying, not sleeping. And the God King in prison. Lightsong Light then remembers the other side. And he had seen a war deadlier than the many war. He remembers a voice, calm and comforting, offering him an opportunity to return. Lightsong then thinks that he is a god. So were you surprised to read that he really did have a... So were you surprised to read that he really did have a reason and an option to return? Who or what do you think the Oster. voice was that was speaking to him when Oster. he was dead? You think it was Oster? Yep, I think it's Oster. God of colors. So yeah, so it sounds more like from that, if that is like an actual god, like mm -hmm. it sounds more like you've been demigod. blessed. You've been blessed by a god. You are not a god yourself. <laughs> yep, they're demigods. <laughs> what did you think, Darkness, when you read that? Um. I mean, can you remind me what what it said? Uh, so it says that he had, he had remembers being on the other side. I believe he also mentions that there's like a river or like a big wave of like colors there, and yeah. he had seen a war deadlier than the many war. He remembers a voice, calm and comforting, offering him a, an opportunity to return. That was what he saw on the other side after he died. Yeah, I'm just like... <sighs> it would make sense that it is Oscar, though. I, I, I didn't... I, I couldn't come up with an explanation for that. It's a god I mean, of some was... sort, whether it's the god that they believe in or just a god. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it doesn't have to be... The, like, the god themselves might not name themselves Oster. Yeah. But I think... The god that they are following, the god of colors, mm -hmm. is probably the person who brought these people back and said, you know what, you died in this really cool, awesome way, you know, whatever, you know, saving people. You seem like somebody who could use a second chance. Here you go. Mm -hmm. Kind of idea. And the fact that they, they give the person the option to return. Yeah, it's like, this is what you'll see. This is what you see. Do you want to go mm -hmm. back and try and... and it, yeah. Do you want to go back and try and, like, stop this? 
I mean, if if it's a god, they have a sick sense of humor, give it taking away their uh, memory of at least that part. So. Well, there's a lot of theories online about that. I don't think Grand's ever confirmed anything, but a lot of people have kind of theorized that basically it's the act of coming back that makes you like that process that makes Forget. you lose your memories. That's what I was thinking. It could like, be like a, the a whole, side effect. Yeah, and th all of the dreams they have are not technically future predictions. They're everything they saw in the afterlife. Because he sees everything that's going to happen. Well, he's there. He says he sees this war that's going to happen. So it, all of the dreams are just memories <clears throat> from what he saw while he was on the other side. Well, then technically that God fabricated the war. What do you mean the God fabricated the war? Because if they didn't return people like that, then... Well, I mean, if, the, if we don't know what the God can do. If the God can't directly affect things, them sending people back who can I mean, apparently... Directly affecting them by bringing people back, though. Yeah, if they, can, if they give people the option to come back who can potentially affect the future, that is them doing something. I'm trying to stop but then, this. Wouldn't it, like, make more sense if, like, it was multiple factions? What do you mean? Like, like multiple like multiple like, gods quote unquote gods yeah trying to um return different people for different reasons yeah see that would make more sense right yeah so if like there... one god brought uh the first uh well, I'm trying to think of what their name was um Bushweaver? well no no no, no, no. like the very first the very first awakened um I know who you're talking about return to yeah yeah return thank you uh, first returned guy. Yeah, like whoever, like maybe a god, a different god, brought the first returned back, and that's what set this whole chain of until the mini war. So, like, if you if that one god had never brought a returned back, the mini war would even have happened. That's mm. what I'm saying. Like, so meaning that none of this would probably have transpired. So, if there were if there were multiple gods, all with their own agendas, exactly. Uh, there could be an yeah. evil god who set this all in motion some some way, and this god is attempting to fix that. I could see that happening, but if it was just one god, and that one god is like, okay, I'm basically fixing my own mistake, well, then you created, you pretty much created this uh, future it, yourself. It makes you think of what Blush Weaver saw. So, I think Brandon has war. confirmed that she saw this war as well, but she the way she interpreted things and the way that she acted to try and stop it was obviously different than the way Lightsong did. So, did we, she was did getting... Did we talk about how she died? Uh, oh, I can... So, I can find oh, that. We, Let me see if I can find you, that. I remember you saying you would, you would tell us. Yeah. And then I thought I asked... I, I thought I asked last time, but... Uh... Uh, I may have forgotten. Weaver. So. Is it in here? Or do I have to try yes, and find it? Yes, you said it. She, she, uh... Yeah, I, 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 had, I had tried to remember, uh... Oh, exposing something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, here we go. Uh, before Blush Year's return, she was a very well-known and powerful merchant. She was assassinated after exposing a group of dye merchants she worked for, uh, worked with for their untrustworthy, deceptive, and criminal practices. This was the basis of her original name, being the Honest. Yeah, see, that's a dumb way to die. So yeah, so basically there was a bunch of uh, criminal dye merchants that she worked with who got her assassinated after she, uh, uh, she got them 
Uh, yeah, she out she, she snitched on she snitched on somebody. Yeah. yeah. So it also says stitches. she returned in order to attempt to stop the invaders she saw taking Tatalier after uh, Bluefinger's revolt in her vision. Um. So yeah. So yeah. So she saw pretty much the same sort of uh, war as Light Song, and just based on her personality and I guess what she was seeing, she thought the best way to do that was to take over the armies so that she could stop this from happening. So. But instead, she got manipulated by somebody and then became part of the plan itself. So. Well. Yep. And got killed. <laughs> So yeah, so that's All what happened dude. with Blushweaver. Should have been Blushweaver the stupid. Um. So yeah, so then we go on to Light Song moves to the bars of his cage and sees the love for Ciri in Susabron's face. He tells Susabron that he is his king and the lord of the gods. As the pawn, as the pan call men wrestle the god king to the ground, he reaches out a hand to Light Song. Light Song thinks he has seen the void and came back. He reaches out and grasps the god king's hand. And a fake priest looks at him in alarm. And he says, my, bre- my life to yours, my breath becomes yours. With a broad and smile. boom! The god came. What were your thoughts <laughs> on Light Song giving his breath to Susabron? I was like, well, that, that son is coming back. <laughs> I had a feeling, but it wasn't what I, it didn't come out to what I, I was hoping. That he was going to give the breath, and then... Magically, it was going to be like they don't actually die I, when they right. give their breath. You guys had so many theories, and I'm like, ah. Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, they're going to, you know, uh, uh, give the breaths, and then boom. They're so going to kind of like guys... be able to live for like a day or an hour or whatever, you know, and be able to like, hey, I'm sorry, you know, talk to people. Or, or, oh. God. Not just, here's my breath, dead. Dead. Uh, so yeah, so you you didn't think Light Song was really dead at that point. What did, did you think that darkness? I was hoping it wasn't. I I for a for a minute I thought like you know maybe he'll return again, <laughs> like it's possible because right? it is a, yeah it is a uh, courageous act. So. Yeah, so I was like maybe he like broke the system a little like cheat here and there, but no, <laughs> I I realized yeah no it's it's done. <laughs> There's yep. no way. And it and, th- and this is so this is where I stopped reading. I, I never I never read any further. Yeah, me too. Wow. Well, so I'll explain I guess the rest of you then. So then we go back to Basher's point of view. Uh Dent slashes Basher's leg, causing Basher to stumble and go down to one knee. Dent calls Basher pathetic and asks Oh no, what is he... Basher gonna die now? And asks what he could have done other than be a mercenary. He knocks Basher's weapon away and kicks him in the stomach. Basher tells Dent he was a good person and he knows the commands to make Dent forget. He then tells Vasher he doesn't deserve it and moves to strike Vasher. Uh, so we get some information here regarding what he did with the little girl in previous in a previous chapter regarding commands that can make people forget things. Um, just wanted to he comment that I don't know if you have any thoughts on. He doesn't, he doesn't tell them. He doesn't tell them how, to, how he did it. Like, he, he says say he says he, he has it. commands to make him forget things. That's all, yeah. that's what he so that's what he did with the little girl. I have a command. I have a command to help you forget things. What's the damn command, Vasher? I mean, he doesn't say it. Yeah. Yeah, I want to know what the command is. <laughs> and why did it look like she gave up, like, half her breath or whatever? Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, we don't get an explanation for that. He's got his secrets. He says that at the end in the epilogue. He's yeah, I know. I know. And I want to write Mr. Sanderson a goddamn strongly worded letter. <laughs> Kill my favorite person. Don't give me any answers. <laughs> There's lots of answers even, you guys get. Don't even show... Don't even show me Vivena being a goddamn badass like she 
definitely is. Yeah. She's definitely a badass at this. I think her, her decision at the end is a badass decision, but <laughs> we'll get to that. Yeah, so Vasher then puts his breath into Denth, causing Denth to shake with pleasure. In that second, Vasher slashes Denth's throat with a dagger from a nearby corpse. He states that no one ever expects someone to use breath to cause someone to pause and then kill them as it's giving away a fortune. So what did you think and about how, how Vasher killed, killed Yep. How, what do you think about how Vasher killed Arsteel and Denth? Yeah, that's Is that a, what you expected? I, mean, I, I didn't expect it that way, no. But I, I could see how I should have expected it when he was talking to Vivenna about it. Mm-hmm. It's... When, when Vivenna kind of did the same thing, not exactly to that standard, but... It's an asshole move. I mean, he definitely so tricked kinda... him like Dunst thought, but... <laughs> I, I kind of liked it. <laughs> right? He was going to lose anyways. I mean, if you're in a situation where you're going to die and lose those breaths anyways, you might as well use them to kill All's the person. Fair. All's fair in love and war. Yep. Um, before, though, I there was a, there was a uh, thing before when uh, Vivenna had, like, called the cloak to attack Denth mm-hmm. with Tongfa still attached to it, yep. and it kind of kicked Vasher out the thing. Vasher had a thought of, I was winning or something to that extent Does while he? falling. I yeah, don't remember. I, I didn't remember that. It's like he died. Hundred percent was not. I almost <laughs> had him or something. Yeah, I almost yeah. had him or something like that. And you I was did like, not, Basher. No, you didn't. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I did a whole double take when I read that. I was like, wait, did I like fighting wrong or something? I was like, did Basher really think he's winning that fight? Like, Basher, what? please, <laughs> you are overestimating your abilities like, here. I think he's been. I think he's been hanging out with. Uh, Nightblood a little too much. <laughs> yeah, right. Nightblood's ripping off on him a little. <laughs> oh my Jeez. god. Oh my gosh. Uh, so then another thing is, uh, before this chapter ends, is as Dank, as Denth shakes away his control, his, his hair <laughs> goes black, then blonde, then red, and finally white before he dies. What do you think with Denth's hair the... color changing? Oh, I mean, that's I, yeah. Look at it. Uh, it did. Okay, it shocked me, but then I started thinking, holy absolute shit because i was already thinking vasher is uh Kalad, uh and i was like shit, does that mean that denth is whoever the passed down the lineage to uh vivenna siri and all of them yeah so like, it seems like denth is oh. might have i i don't i don't think they ever say for sure so i don't know if it's because i don't know if it's because he's returned or if he was potentially, yeah, an ancestor of, like, Siri and Vivenna. Well, that's the thing. So, I don't know if, because, I mean, we're kind of spoiling the ending of what I wanted to say. Anyways, but, the in the end, Vasher says the fact that, like, they can change their forms, and then Vivenna makes a comment of, oh, so could I do that? And he's like, maybe with enough practice. Yeah. So, everybody, in my opinion, maybe everybody has that ability. To change their hair color. So maybe he's not. But I thought it was fucking hilarious. Well, I think the whole thing like, is they say, though, what that... If, what if Vivenna was following her ancestral parent for so long? <laughs> I wonder if Denth, like, the reason why he kind of liked her was because he knew that they were distant, really related. Mm-hmm. That's, it puts um, a whole spin on it, for sure. Yeah. Because the thing is, though, like, with his hair color changing and everything, like, we know that not just anyone, I think, can change their appearance. Like, because the, the whole thing about their hair color changing is that they have a little bit of returned in them. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, when other returned, like, when Lightsong dies, they don't say, 
oh, his hair color all changes. Like, there's no note of no. this anywhere. So, like, that's why I'm like, I feel like Denth both is both a returned and part of the royal line somewhere well, along the way. We'll get back when we get. We'll get to it in a minute because yeah. I'm I'm almost pretty sure Vasher says that any return could do it. Yeah. Wait. Well, any return can change their appearance. He says, but it doesn't mean that every mm-hmm. return, like their hair, suddenly changes like no. that when yeah, they're yeah. dying. But, I mean, yeah, maybe he just lost control of it, but yeah. Yeah. Which Wait, would so... make more sense of why he could be her, their ancestor, of course. Mm. I'm just clearing something up here, right? Because yeah. mm-hmm. I'm a little mixed up. Um. The. It was the first returned, right, that could uh, have children. Yeah, so no one knows how the first returned had children. And, like, the, like, Trilides and stuff didn't even really believe that that was a thing. He he believed that the royal locks were some other thing that, that was completely unrelated. He didn't really believe they came from returned, because as far as he's aware, all returned are completely infertile. So... We don't know, but, I mean, again, getting into that old, like, the, the later stuff in this episode, technically, with the whole changing mm-hmm. thing, can they change themselves to be fertile? Uh, is that? I have no idea. I have no idea. Like, that that's my only thought, unless somehow the, that first return is very, very special. Like, otherwise, like, as far as we know, there's been no other confirmed return who can, like, have children. No, I think, I don't think it's... I don't know. I don't think it's child like having a child. It could be completely different. I mean, it's obviously not actually confirmed. So I have so I could have so many theories of yeah. like maybe they just mixed the DNA with a child, you know, and it being not God like because it's not a god, but being godlike, maybe it somehow warped uh, over generations and they gained this small little thing that's like a return. Hmm. Well, uh, we would have to know if they if they if they can change like their like genetic like structure in general. Yeah, we have no we have no idea what, what the wait if who can change their genetic structure. Uh, I think darkness talking about the whole if they can make themselves fertile thing. Yeah, okay. Like, like, if are you we, talking if about return the... can or are you talking about Vivenna and Siri? Ah, uh, return. Okay, return can change their out their thing. That's it's stated. He later he Vasher does yeah, Vasher state. Does. That, that they can change literally any part of them to be what they want them to be. They don't know that themselves because they're not intelli- they're not like taught any of this. <laughs> yeah, they're they're, they're told inte- like well, okay. you look like this because you're a god. Intelligent, yeah. Like yeah, Susan exactly. Brown, they're not educated in what they can and can't. That's be. yeah, that's what, that's why I changed it. But yeah. They're so not, they're told they're certain told. rules and so they kind if of think they... that's what they believe. It does make sense if they like uh, mix their DNA somehow. Then, mm-hmm. yeah, that's just what I'm just to the, like, you're just mix. Yeah, you're just mixing it in there somehow. Like, <laughs> I mean, there are so many possibilities. Not to get raunchy or anything, but like, there are so many possibilities you could do in conception to mix some DNA in and get it. Maybe you have it down the line, you know. And it could have been an accidental mix. Hmm. Like, so, there's so many ways it could be, could have happened. Mm-hmm. 
Anyways, we'll move on because we can talk more about that later when like Vash oh, reveals yeah. everything. Oh yeah, hundred percent. So our final POV of the chapter is again series. Bluefingers tells Siri he'll kill her himself instead of having the lifeless do it. Which I mean, fair. That's kind of nice of him considering she hates the lifeless and considers them abominations. Uh, I guess that's nice. Uh, and promises to make it quick and as painless as possible. He tells the lifeless to tie Siri to the altar, but Siri shouts out that she wants to die standing and not tied up like a useless maid from a story. She then tries to convince him. Uh, that she would help him more as a hostage than dead, but he ignores her. She then whispers a please, and he hesitates. And then the, the building begins to shake. One scribe asks if it's an earthquake. The floor turns white, moving like a wave of sunlight across the land. All the black in the stones fades, and priests begin to look frightened. As Bluefingers raises the knife, Siri sees the whites of his eyes bend into a rainbow, like a prism. Stop. Because I wrote it on my notes for you to stop right before okay. Before this happened so before as soon as his eyes went like prism i was like shit did my thought my original thought was did light song become like more divine somehow a god king. and like it, it, it like not not the god king but like be more divine he broke through and did return a second time and is bringing, yeah, right. And is bringing Susabron here, kind of mm. idea, because that's what happens when whatever he, you know, Susabron was close to stuff. I was like, holy! And then, <laughs> oh my god, I cannot believe! I screamed so loud <laughs> in my truck when this happened. <laughs> you can go on now. Sorry. All right. <laughs> Uh, so the entire white room bursts with color and the doors to the room explode open. A twisting mass of cloth-like tendrils slap aside lifeless and priests. The god king walks in and commands Bluefingers to stop. Bluefingers stares in amazement, dropping his dagger, and an awakened carpet pulls him away. Susbron is unlifted by the cloth and over to Siri, uses awakened handkerchiefs to untie her hands. Siri grabs Susbron and cries. So were you surprised by how, uh, by Susbron's entrance here and how powerful he became? Was... I was absolutely amazed. <laughs> I think it's a pretty badass scene. Mm -hmm. and, then I, and then I started thinking to myself, I was right. He can grow his tongue back. I mean, Light Song grew his tongue back for him. Yes, I know. But and gave that, him the ability I, I didn't to think use that the until tongue. after. I didn't get that until after. <laughs> yeah. What did you think, Darkness, when Susabran jumped in like this? I thought the cloth thing was cool. <laughs> right. Like the whirlwind was just like turn like tornado cross. That, that's what I was hearing. Like oh later he just has like a giant pile of it sitting waiting to be used. <laughs> this is big like laundry pile. <laughs> yeah. You wanna you wanna show her that? What? He did. Show who that? Uh, I, 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 I sent yeah, that to her the moment I finished. Yeah, this that was book. that was the one picture oh, from like the leather bound that I could send to you guys. The moment I finished this book, I looked up this scene immediately. Yeah, when I was because I wanted to see pictures... this drawn. Yeah, but when I was sending you guys the pictures previously, that was the one where I was like, "Oh, I can't send that one. That's a spoiler." Yeah, I was like, I, I immediately as soon as soon as I finished this book was like, I want to see this drawn. Somebody had to have drawn this scene. And yeah, that's so, official artwork, yeah. I believe. So I was, I found this and was like, "Oh my god, I love this," because this is exactly what I pictured. Yeah, so chapter 58 now. We have Vivenna's point of view to start. Basher finds her and ties and ungags her, tells her he had no breath left, so it was hard to find her, and that Nightblood devoured <laughs> most of the breath he had. 
Nightblood notes that he can't really remember what happened, but he knows he's still yeah. a lot of evil. Because he re-returned. <laughs> uh, Basher then tells Vivenna that Denth is dead, and neither Tonkvan or Jules are anywhere. Um, Wait. They don't go into why uh, Nightblood can't remember anything. Yeah, yeah he says he doesn't really remember what happened after he was unsheathed, so he doesn't yep. remember things with that. I was gonna ask about that. What, why do you, uh, what do you think about Nightblood not remembering things from when he's unsheathed? Like returning. I think it's like returning. Hmm. So like he returns back to his consciousness once he's uh, sheathed, pretty much. Yeah. That kind of like gives you an idea of like what could be like a possible like solution to. Uh, return uh forgetting mm. right like it could be like a the the sudden like the sudden influx of like um power breath yeah the breath mm. that just like goes into you it just like it doesn't work out <laughs> yeah with, like, well cuz we know that you like kind of like shake and seize with power when you get breath so getting like a divine breath or like getting as much breath as nightblood does yeah maybe it just like your whole body just like freaks out so much that you get like amnesia basically yeah so maybe that's that's why like Nightblood doesn't remember when they're in Sheathens. Yeah, they have a stroke. They have a stroke and then they're reborn. You know? Yeah. They're also, vibrating. I don't just because Jules is brought up here and she's not brought up. I don't believe for the rest of the book. There's some stuff that uh, Brandon made in some of the annotations and stuff um, for Warbreaker, which uh, I don't. It's not really spoilers for anything, but I'm just. It's kind of fucked up shit about Jules that I was wondering if you guys wanted to know. Just yes. Uh, so, uh, it is confirmed that Claude is Arsteel, first of all. Hey, I was right! And so, Arsteel and Jules, uh, used to date. Mm -hmm. Oh. And, uh, so she, she, uh, she likes to do things with Claude the Lifeless, uh, because she still sees him as, uh, her lover. As Arsteel, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a thing that I was horrified to learn. I was like, oh no. Didn't shock me at all. I was right. I mean, thanks for confirming it. I'm I'm apparently right about a lot of things in this, like, end of chapters. So yeah, that's a thing. And apparently I think it's also mentioned that, like, what what she basically left to do was she's gone to try and find uh, Yestiel to help, like, see if she can, like, he can, like, restore some of Arsteel's, like, personality or something. Uh, okay, we'll get to it at the end, I- I'm pretty sure. But that's not, the- yeah. Yesteel's not the one at the end, right? Yesteel's the one that they, yeah, they mention at the very end in the epilogue. The very end of the book? Okay. Yeah, Arsteel's okay. brother. Okay. Yeah, so. I thought, I thought so. The, his yeah. twin, or whatever the fuck it was, yeah. I think it's brother, I don't think they say twin. I know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I want to say twin. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, so she actually basic. I don't know if... Yeah, Jules is kind of a fucked up person. Is there a book after this that goes with this this series? So there is not currently, but Brandon has said that he okay. may do a sequel, and there's also the potential book about the potential novella about Nightblood. Nightblood, yeah. Uh, as far as I am aware, okay. there's no actual plans yet for the sequel. Just that he said that he would like to do one at some point. Yeah, he should definitely do one because I would love to see the end, the next part of this. Yeah. Same with Elantris. He has said that he would... I th- I think the Elantris stuff is more confirmed. I think he, he said that he wants to Are you to make telling Elantris me Elantris is also going to have this cliffhanger? 
not really. Uh, I don't remember mm-hmm. the exact end. But basically, Elantris is also a standalone book. So Warbreaker and Elantris are standalone books, and but they're both. But Elantris is also one he said that he would like to do more. Oh, uh, so yeah, it ends the same way, which means I'm not. Yeah. No, I, I'm not saying it ends the same way. I'm gonna shove my head through my glass desk. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, so we then go to Basher notes that they lost. The lifeless army is on its way, and the scribes that knew the commands are dead. He says there is no way to stop it, and then we switch, uh, <clears throat> to Siri's point of view. Hmm? Mm-hmm. So, different point of view. So, Susburn then leads Siri to where he and Lightsong had been held captive. Larmar is there, holding Lightsong's head in his lap and smiling while crying. Lightsong's body is completely gray, like a lifeless. Susabron explains that Lightsong used his breath to give Susabron back his tongue. Siri notes that Lightsong had told her that he couldn't depend on, uh, that she couldn't depend on him in the end, and it seems that he had lied, which lie. fit him well. Susabron then says they need to find a way to stop the lifeless armies. And just what were your thoughts on finally getting confirmation, Lightsong? is dead i wanted this book to burn <laughs> i figured he was dead <laughs> yeah i i mean when it when it was this when susan ron walked through the door i assumed he was dead but uh, or well burst through the door but i assumed light song was dead at that point but i just i wanted to riot i i don't i liked him i liked light song light song was my favorite I character I, Light Song was happy when he died, though. He was smiling. He did I don't care that he was her. happy. He, he should did have what he died. returned to do. He shouldn't have died. So we then go back to yes. Bashers. Do exactly that, Darkness. What? That's what I felt like doing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That, that's me, and that, the second oh. person is Midnight. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so we then go to Vasher's point of view. Vivenna says there must be a way to kill the lifeless armies, but Vasher says even with Nightblood and the breath of everyone in the city, he'd probably get killed. He notes that he has tried before, but the many war had taken on a life of its own. Venna asks who he is, and Nightblood says he used to be called Talaxin, which I guess is what Tax was short for, uh, and was one of the five scholars. Venna tries to give uh, some options, but Vasher shoots most of them down. Uh, he st- even states the God King can't help, as Vasher knows about the tongue removal. Nightblood then mentions the army Vasher left behind. He says Vasher had told a priest to take care of his breath and gifted an army that stopped moving. Also know that Nightblood doesn't understand time as he thinks the many war happened yesterday. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, it's definitely not just been 300 years, Nightblood. I, 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 do, like, I do like that originally it states that uh, he's talking to Vasher in his head and it's like, oh, okay, they're just going to talk between themselves. And, and it's then like, no, Vivian is also shortly after this. That, Yeah, and then shortly after that, it's like, oh, yeah, and he also in, includes Vivenna in that. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, just... He likes Vivenna. She's pretty sure. and nice, apparently. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I know, and if uh, she would just draw him, and you would see that it doesn't draw the breath from her because she's a <laughs> badass. And... He's chosen her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, he is her. So... Oh. Vivenna then realizes that Vasher knows where the phantoms are. Vasher says that they're here in the city and that it would be worse than the lifeless army. Vivenna asks him to do it anyway. Vasher stands up and says that the God King lives and they'll see. Were you surprised that Vasher would potentially want to give Khaled's phantoms to the God King instead of using them himself? Am I surprised? No. But. I'm surprised it was the statues. Yeah, I was surprised that. Okay, that was later. Yeah, we get to that after. That was so much later. Like, <laughs> when, later. when 
that happens, I was like, oh my god, I could remember all of the times when they were like, oh, these statues seem very lifelike. Yeah, I, I like, made a note of that. I was like, people. I was giving you guys Fuck foreshadowing. You, I was like, I was like, oh yeah, guys, isn't it weird that they had like really, really realistic and like unique faces? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <It's just> nothing. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, okay. I mean, we'll get back to that in a minute because yeah, we'll that's another one of those. I was right. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so... Uh, so yeah, so then we're back with Siri's point of view. There's a priest mm -hmm. bowing before uh, them that they had confirmed was one of Susan Brown's real priests. Siri's hair is red to show displeasure. Uh, a guard then points out the lifeless army, leaving the city and marching towards Idris and the dust cloud they're leaving behind. Uh, Susan Brown says he can try to take them down with his giant pile of cloths from the palace. The, guards, mm -hmm. uh, the guard says the army is too big and would likely overwhelm him. Siri says that they can send messengers to try and warn her people and have them withdraw. She says her people can get away, but Susabron sees through that and knows she's just trying to protect him. Another guard then arrives on the roof with them and states a visitor with the royal locks has come to see Susabron. Siri is shocked. She's like, no, ah. -uh. Yeah, she's like, there's no chance of that. And yes, yeah, Siri's... <laughs> that was my favorite part. <laughs> she's just like, what? No, that's not possible. <laughs> because, like, it... because the person that was reading it was also making it, like, the whole, what? Uh -uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Siri is completely shocked to see Vivenna wearing a tunic and trousers with a sword and a bloody wound. When Vivenna sees Siri, her hair turns yellow with joy and she smiles. They hug and Vivenna says she came to rescue Siri, but Siri says she doesn't need rescuing. Were you happy to finally see Siri and Vivenna, Siri and Vivenna reunited? I low-key guess, but I low-key oh, also got like a little pissed off. Why? Because <laughs> the way she said, I don't need rescuing, you know? <laughs> She didn't, though. She doesn't. Well, because I think she means, like, she doesn't need rescuing from, like, Susabra. She's like, nah, things are good between us. <laughs> yeah, but think about well, everything that Vivenna has gone through just to try and rescue her. I get you. Vivenna's like, I've done all this shit just to rescue you, and then I find out you don't. But to be fair, I think Vivenna likes who she is now. Yep. I yeah. Mean, I think but... Siri likes who Vivenna is now. So. <laughs> they basically swap roles. Basically yeah, yeah. I was thinking. Well, they yeah. both kind of note that. Siri's, like, so shocked by, like, mm -hmm. Vivenna. Vivenna's so shocked Her about Siri. Her lack of control. <laughs> yeah. Her lack of control, and Vivenna's like, oh, you have a lot of control over your hair. She's like, you're yeah. controlled, and you, like, seem, like, like very royal and, like, well put together, and these, like, super mm -hmm. elegant dresses really suit you, and now I'm in, like, fucking boys' clothes, <laughs> and the <laughs> elegant dresses no longer suit me. <laughs> So yeah, Mythic, were you happy to see the sisters reunited? Meh. <laughs> okay. Kind of hope it's here with Stabber. I was. Yay! I thought it was such a nice moment. I liked it. Be like, why the hell are you here, Stab? Oh my gosh. So she should have then... pulled like Nightblood on the God King and just oh slaughtered him. Gosh. So Siri then introduces. <gasps> Nightblood. Oh my God, the God King should draw Nightblood. Oh! <gasps> Imagine the drain on all those breaths. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Uh, he could kill all of the lifeless army. I mean, he probably could. He's got a lot of breath. Uh, so Siri then I mean, introduces... it only took a matter of minutes to kill 50, so... Siri then introduces Susabron and Vivenna. Susabron is very polite. Uh, and Vivenna seems shocked by that. Vivenna then says Idris is under attack, and Siri responds that they are working on it. Vivenna says she has someone who needs to speak with the God King alone. And Siri hesitates, but Susabron says he will meet with them. 
And then we move to Vivenna's point of view. The guards are searching Vasher for weapons. He had luckily left Nightblood down below. Susabron tells Vivenna that Siri is an amazing woman, and Vivenna notes that she finds she likes Susabron. She notes she no longer chastises herself for making quick judgments, but does keep her judgments open for a revision. Vivenna then notes that Siri has changed a lot. She is regal, able to keep her hair black, has a commanding bearing, and, that, and the expensive dress seems to fit her. So yeah, what did you think about Vivenna and Susabron's brief conversation? I thought it was cool. It's nice. Yeah, yeah you get like, to meet you get to meet Siri's husband. That's you know. Yeah, that's that I was, was almost your husband. <laughs> no, yeah, no, never, so, never. I completely took that out of my mind. <laughs> yep. Like, so I, 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 I can just imagine how husband. awkward that is. Like, oh, this was supposed to be my husband. It's now my sister's husband. And she was upset about that too. So in the beginning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, I actually like, which again is just kind of like, I kind of think back, I'm like, what would have happened if they had actually been married instead of Siri being sent there? Like, I feel like they would have gone along. The war would have happened. (laughs) Yeah. Probably, actually, honestly. Vivenna would have been murdered. Susabron would have been dead, you know. Lightsong wouldn't have had the drive to do anything. Because Siri never talked to him. (laughs) Vasher would have probably failed. Yeah. Vasher would definitely have failed. Yeah, he wasn't doing Vivenna great. Was, Vivenna was the whole reason. Actually, no, you know what? No, actually, I take that back. I'm sorry. I think, Vivenna is I actually think. the reason that Vasher got caught in the first place. <laughs> but the thing is, they also said, though, that, like, Denth was way ahead of Vasher. Like, Vasher wasn't able to, like, keep up much with what was yep. happening. Yeah, but I, I think Nightblood would have, like, slaughtered the whole kingdom mm. at some point. Especially with Vasher going. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so Vivenna then notes that Vasher has been made to remove all of his clothing and change into just a wrap around his waist to make sure he didn't have any wakened clothing. The guards then leave with only Siri, Vivenna, Susabron, and Vasher left on the roof. Vasher introduces himself to Susabron as the reason Susabron's tongue got cut out. <laughs> Great way to as introduce yourself. I mean, he is, but yeah. So Vasher then begins to glow with an aura that makes colors brighter, and he increases in size. He gains bulging muscles, his face becomes clean-shaven, and his hair turns golden. What were your first thoughts when you read about Vasher changing like this? <clears throat> go on. No, I'll go. No, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Just because God Vasher's there, you know. <laughs> well, I mean, we kind of know. So. Yeah, 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 but I, even even when this happened, my my immediate thought was, "Yep, see, he's a, he was the God King." <laughs> <laughs> uh, they they make that comment of like that he glows and all that, and I was like, "Yep, he's totally the God King. This is your dad." Well, he he's glowing because he suddenly has his like <gasps> oh, divine breath aura. I I, I, I yeah, he, I know that after, but I'm talking about when it happened. Yeah. I was like, "Yep, this is this is uh this is your dad." No, oh, yeah, dad. I thought I thought that was actually his dad for a oh, second. Man. I was mm-hmm. like, "There's no way." I, I thought he was gonna pull up with, um, "Yeah, I didn't really die. I was just living my life in the countryside or something," you know? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I. <laughs> yeah, they were, have a bo- they were gonna have a bonding moment, you know? Throw the ball around, catch, it's like you know, play catch, you know? You're just like, Papa. <laughs> but yeah. So Vasher then says he left a wealth of power here that he had promised to one day recover and gave instructions for its care. Susabron drops to one knee and calls Vasher my lord. Vasher says he's been paying for what he's done and tells Susabron that he has a group of rogue lifeless. 
Uh, he then says he will give Susebrun his army, Kald's phantoms. When Susebrun says Vasher stopped the many war with negotiations, Vasher notes that Susebrun doesn't know much about the war, which doesn't seem like anyone nowadays except for Hoyd does. Uh, Vasher then says to use this army only to protect, not attack, and only in an emergency. Vasher then gives Susebrun the command for the dead in your statues, my sin be hidden. He states that they are lifeless, made using human bones cased in stone. He says there are some thousand ones and most should still function as he created them to last. He also says they should be very effective as weapons, as weapons are virtually useless against the stone. He then tells Susebrun to do better than he did. So yeah, uh, were you surprised the statues were Khaled's phantoms? Nope, I wasn't surprised. Well, I was surprised the statues in the city were. I wasn't surprised that they were stone with bone. Yeah, they were the statues that Vivenna had a picnic under when she met the, uh, mm-hmm. those, those, uh, what's the right word that I'm thinking of? The, 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 the forgers. That's the word. Yeah. Uh, oh, I had a thought and I forgot. <laughs> Didn't have any thoughts about the, the statues being Khaled's phantoms? No! no. I forgot! <laughs> oh, no. We'll bring it back up if you remember as we're going through the epilogue then, I guess. But, but yeah, no, I, I didn't expect it to be the, the like, I thought oh. it was going to be like, oh, oh. they come out oh, from darkness. the... Oh, no, darkness. No, don't worry, keep going. I, I can remember. No. Go ahead, darkness. Go ahead. No, I was, you, you, know what's really, you know what would be really useful in this universe? Mm -hmm. A megaphone. <laughs> to give the command to yeah, more. Yeah, because there's no way in hell they're going to fucking hear him from, like, throughout the whole city. Well, that's why Light, Light Song said before he did them in, like, groups of 30 or 40. Yeah. yeah but, I mean, they're all through the city is what he was saying. No, these are the ones just in the park. Because remember, the park has, like, ah. they said they had, like, hundreds in this one giant park. Mm -hmm. It's just those ones, I believe. Not the yeah. statues. Yeah, but I mean, if you city. could mobilize every do, single do, one do of them. Do you, know, do you know how funny it is to me that they're, they're literally throwing a hundred lifeless at, like, Tens of thousands. Well, it's a thousand. They said it's a thousand at forty thousand. So it's forty to one. <laughs> that, yeah. Like but if these work, things, it's stone. yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. But like you could break stone somehow. I'm sure. Like if these lifeless are smart enough, but they're not. Yeah, I was gonna say, but yeah, they're they're not really. <laughs> uh -huh, they're just killing machines. Think about how many people would like would be needed. Cause think about how many people technically are needed to fight like one lifeless, right? Not mm -hmm. not with nightblood or like any other like out of the ordinary things. Like like think of like capable soldiers, like normal soldiers. Yeah. With one life, one life lifeless against them, and then there's these lifeless that can like take on like fifty of them. Yeah. Yeah, imagine trying to go against these stone creatures. Yeah, no. <laughs> They're fucked. <laughs> and here's the next thing, right? Here's the next thing. Need some so trebuchets. She, she she learned how to she learned how to make awakened steel mm -hmm. and made night blood. What if Basher was stopping her from learning how to make awakened uh not uh like awakened steel but as lifeless? Well he <gasps> says that he experimented with that. I believe when he says he said he created creations of bones encased in stone Bone and steel yep, and metal mm -hmm. yeah so i think he has I think we don't have any metal we don't have any metal ones he used all the stone ones i don't know if that's just because like metal is a, obviously a lot harder to like it's easier to get probably a lot of stone than it is to get a lot of steel i don't know but i mean yeah, hey if you can use a thousand if you can use a thousand on forty thousand of stone maybe you could use forty 
metal on 40,000. Yeah, who knows? But yeah, so that that was Also, how does stone stone would be so slow? How does it catch them? He says they're uh because of the way they're awakened, it's faster. Because it uh for some reason the stone the stone is faster than flesh. Which is weird. Stone's heavier, so how is it faster? I don't know, it's faster. Um uh-huh. That's what he says. Anyway, so we then have the epilogue. Do we believe? Do we believe the man who lies about everything? He doesn't lie about everything. That's Denth who lies about everything. BS. BS. He lied about so much in the end of this. So we then get the epilogue. So we have Avena's point of view for the for the whole epilogue. She notes that the stone soldiers had gone after the lifeless. Vasher was back in his mortal form and had nightblood with him. Avena says she thinks Vasher was right about them not knowing much about commands and how many are unknown. She also asks if the stone lifeless will be able to stop the other lifeless, which Vasher says they're really tough to beat and are faster at walking than the flesh lifeless. Vasher says Idris will be safe as long as the God King doesn't decide to conquer them. Venna then calls him a grump, which Nightblood is happy that someone agrees with him about that. Uh, Vasher then starts to leave and Vavenna follows. Vasher tells her to go back to either her sister in Halandrin or her family in Idris. Venna says she is no longer the person who would enjoy that life, and she thinks she'll find out who she is somewhere out on the road. She says her family will get over missing her. Vasher finally just says he doesn't really care. She then asks who Vasher really is. So are you surprised that Vivenna mm. decided to stay with Vasher and not go home or with her sister? No, yeah. she loves Vasher. <laughs> I, I don't know if she actually I loves would... him, but she's definitely like... She, she loves she... Vasher. <laughs> yeah, she. Um, honestly, you can see that she likes him like that, but... Uh, I was gonna say, I, 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 does it like, does that like give out the feeling that she's like leaving straight away, like just? Yeah, it sounds like she's instantly leaving. So she's not gonna go back home and see her dad or anything. She's like, so not that even pissed me off a little. <laughs> she doesn't need to. Gonna send him a letter again. <laughs> no, no, because you just got to your sister. Why are you not spending more time? Oh, with her? Yeah. I oh, with Siri? Yeah. Well, yeah, I think she I, just. I, well, I think if Vasher's leaving, she's like, I'm leaving too, then. But. And why does Vasher want to stay with Siri? Like, yeah, Vasher. I, mean, I mean, I guess, you get into it, but I mean, Vasher has stuff to do. Vasher could, yeah, Vasher could stay with his, you know, son, but I don't know why he's not <laughs> I doing don't that. Don't think it's a son. He, he could have just, he, he could have like taught him stuff too, you know. First off, first off, first yeah, he off, he could have taught Susabron as well. First off, <laughs> the treasure, the treasure that the God King holds, that is his son. Okay, not the God oh, King okay, himself. Oh, okay, I see, I see what you're okay? saying. Okay, so he could have stayed with his son, but he didn't. He decided he was gonna go do his own new thing that yeah. I wish they made another book on. I'm hoping if there is a sequel that that is what they do is Vasher and Vivenna's adventures. Well, first off, I want I'm I'm hoping they do Nightblood's story first. Well, I think Nightblood is a confirmed novella. We just don't know when it's gonna come out. I uh, yeah, do I don't that. think the Warbreaker sequel is confirmed or not yet. Um, exactly. Uh, Nightblood. We need Nightblood first. If, Nightblood is amazing. If they- do do an if they do do <laughs> if they do do a nightblood uh did you just thing? did you just laugh at your own joke <laughs> I, I didn't realize it that's why <laughs> oh my goodness darkness is it this one uh if they do oh my god i don't even want to say it no more <laughs> yeah if they do do if they do 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 <laughs> anyway, if they do it, um, there would be more reason. Wait, are for... they doing it? Hmm? <laughs> the intense typing. Yeah, I know, right? 
I'm trying to I'm trying to find what a list of like works that he's planning on. Ah, okay. Uh, well, if it, if it, 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 there's definitely gonna be like replicas, like hella replicas. Because they're gonna be of it. Yeah. Oh, the Nightblood yeah, book is specifically though. going to be the sequel to Warbreaker. <gasps> what? So it says, although Brandon does not necessarily like to write prequels, he has mentioned that the backstory of several characters will be explored in this book. He considers this an exception due to circumstances around the writing and release of Warbreaker and may also introduce new characters. Uh, will be written sometime after Stormlight Book 5, possibly after Stormlight Book 6. So it's still a ways off, but the Nightblood book is going to be the sequel, apparently. So I guess it's going to be... Apparently it's a prequel, not a sequel. Well, it says there's going to be backstory in it, but it's going to be a sequel. Apparently. So what you're saying That's is... That's the only information I have there. Possibly, what you're saying is possibly the sequel of what they're about to do after the fact of Warbreaker... Will give us more information on could, Nightblood. Could, yeah, could then have a backstory That's on pretty Nightblood. Exciting. That's pretty exciting. Okay, so I, I could see that being a possibility simply for the fact that I don't... like. I mean, I'm sure Sanderson could come up with something for an entire book for Nightblood, but I, I don't think, like, aside from creating a complete fantasy of, like, oh, well... This person had Nightblood, then this person had Nightblood, then this person, you know, instead of that, it should be just a short synopsis of, like, Nightblood was created by this person, and that's then... What, yeah, that's what I was thinking. This yeah, is what I, happened I thought with the, the two of them. And, I thought the Nightblood novella why. was potentially going to be, like, a prequel thing from, like, back when Vasher was, like, one of the five scholars, like, yeah, yeah, in that group. That's what I assumed it was going to be. But yeah, it sounds like, no, it's going to be a sequel, and oh, I guess cool. because they're going to be, I mean, we haven't technically gotten to that part in the epilogue yet, but since he's going to be probably meeting up with Yestiel, I'm assuming yeah. Nightblood's going to be talked about a lot. A lot. So yeah, anyways. Um, and hopefully we'll meet Jules again. Oh god, oh, I don't want to. No. After finding out that stuff Jules. about her and Claude, I'm like, I don't ever want to see fucking I want to meet him again. again. No, I want to meet him again. I don't. Mainly because mainly I'm a gloat. I was right. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so Vasher then notes the people couldn't understand why he changed, so they decided he must be two people. Venon then asks how he gets the one breath a week to survive, and he notes that Returned have a single very powerful breath, and if they don't get one breath a week, they'll eat that divine breath and kill themselves. Nightblood is similar, <laughs> feeding on breath, but he only needs breath when drawn. Vivenna then notes mm -hmm. that Vasher is an expensive guy to keep around since he needs a breath a week. Vivenna asks how- honestly doesn't matter. Like, <laughs> yeah. How does that matter? Expensive. He literally has thousands. He has thousands of breaths constantly. Well, no, he says he doesn't anymore. He says he like he's used up most of it during all yeah, that. Yeah, but but then he went and met whatever the dude's name was in the very beginning, and so he had all those breaths. Yeah, and I I feel like he hasn't really been without breath for very long. Uh, yeah. So he always finds a way. Not that expensive. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so Vivenna then asks how he can keep himself from looking like a returned, and how he doesn't die when giving away breath. Basher replies that those are his secrets, but that he should she should have known about returned changing their appearance. He explains that the royal line has returned blood, which we already knew, uh, which is why they can change their hair color. Basher states that maybe she can change other things if she takes time to practice. Well, she uh, asked the question. Yeah, she asked, and he he kind of I was kind of like yeah, maybe. He's like maybe if you practice, might be a chance. Mm -hmm. uh, Basher also states that all the returns look like they think they should. Venna notes that Vasher must perceive himself as this scraggly man then. She also notes that they found Vasher's clothing that had his... Oh yeah, so they found his clothing which had breath in it. So they both have the second tightening. So they do have some breath already. I forgot about that. 
So, uh, which means they got about, how much was that again? Where's my Warbreaker book? It was second tightening. I think it's like a 200. So they had about 400 breaths between the two of them. Um, huh. Yeah. So hmm? did, did, did we go over the possibility of putting breath in one thing? Nope. Like a certain amount. Nope. And then <laughs> giving that remaining breath to nope. someone else. Was yep. brought up. And, 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 I'm, and I'm sorry, but it is kind of confirmed that you could do that, Darkness, because she gave all of her breath to Vasher and then yeah. immediately took it out of her cloak. Yeah, so it is kind of confirmed, yeah. technically. Yeah, you can put yeah, your, you... your breath into stuff and then give what you have left. The problem with that is that you can only put the amount of breaths to an awaken an item from so far from what I've seen. It's not like you can just go, all right, this coin now has one breath. Yeah, you have to you have to uh, awaken something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so you'd have to kind of calculate how much you probably need to more than one breath put away. Unless actually, no, wait, could you? No, I guess you, yeah, it, it was stated you can't because you lose it immediately after you awaken something. Uh, I'm not awaken. Uh, what's the awaken a lifeless? Yeah, make it but lifeless. Was, yeah, you can't yeah, get those back. Yeah, but uh, no, uh, but you can't. Yeah, you can't get that back. So. But no, yeah, you can only awaken something with a certain amount of breaths. So, like, unless you find a literal command that will only take one breath from you, you couldn't technically do that. Well, no, what you'd have to do is find a command that takes exactly all but one breath from you if you want to give one breath away per person. Because you need to have the one breath. Or you have thousands of coins, and you take (laughs) each one has a one breath, and you go up to a person who has none, you get your breath back from the coin, you give it to the person, you do that over and over and over again. Yeah. Anyways, it requires a lot of math, but you you could do it, it seems like. Yeah. Um, I I just don't think now Ravenna would even want to do that now. Yeah. I think she's kind of gotten very happy with the fact that she could be an Awakener. Yeah, she's she's happy with Ravenna, the Awakener, now. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so Vasher then says that they're going to Kuth and Huth as a tyrant is trying to restore them and has recruited Yesteel, Arsteel's brother. Vasher also mentions that Yesteel apparently has a new, more potent version of Icar alcohol. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Nightblood uh, then whines about being ignored, and Vasher calls him annoying. We then learn Vasher... he is. We then learn Vasher's original name, given to him by the Cult of the Returned, which were the original people who started the Halangian religion who called him Warbreaker the Peaceful. He states that he... When I saw that, I guessed so yeah, bad. Yeah, I was... This whole time, I was like, what do you think Warbreaker... I was I was surprised you guys didn't take uh, clue into the fact that it could be a returned name, Warbreaker. Warbreaker doesn't even sound like any of these returned names. Like, at all. It's, it does! What? Light song? Like, Hope Warbreaker... Finder, Warbreaker... The... Now... Flush Weaver, like Warbreaker. Nah. None of it sounds right. But yeah, so he says that he wonders if this is a prophetic name or something he's trying to live up to. He also wonders if there is something spiritual to the returns or if it's just cosmic happenstance. Uh, it, can't, it, it can't be... Uh, I mean, he, he obviously hasn't I had that uh, ver- uh, memory that Light Song had where someone talking to him and asking if he wants to be returned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or he has, yeah, he remembered it. He hasn't um, remembered that. But, yeah, but like, um, I lost the thought all of a sudden. It, it, okay, so I, I, I steer clear more of it being prophetic because none of the other names 
are that prophetic. Yeah, like the the names aren't really prophetic. They're kind of yeah. more just like because they're given to them. Not they don't come back and be like, "This is my name." I'm pretty sure they're given the names. Yeah, but like that's what I'm saying. So like, just giving a person Warbreaker the whatever, like or Light Song the whatever, or Blush Weaver the whatever, like it doesn't necessarily give any prophetic thing just simply by those names. Yeah. Like uh, that's the problem there. Like if all of them, like if like if it was like a light song gave uh, he like gave a light song to the <laughs> god king and that's the you know way he got the breath. Like make would make a lot more sense, you know. Yeah. Uh she weaves she weaves blush like she's blushing whatever, you know, like maybe I could understand that being a thing, but like it just doesn't fit that way. I feel like it's just no, more yeah. of a name I, they were given. Yeah, it, it's, it's just, definitely it's just, just something I think he's trying to live up to. Yeah, it's happenstance. Yeah. So, um, and yeah, so then the epilogue ends with Favena joking that Vasher should have been named Wart Wart Lover the Ugly, and that she doesn't yep. have to worry ever again about making comments that are princess-like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's a goddamn demigod. <laughs> So yeah, so what were your thoughts on Warbreaker as a whole? Did you was, enjoy the uh, book? It was a great book until the end. <laughs> I agree. Well. Killing Light Song off. Made me hate this book so, so you much. Because sa- my next question was going to be, were you satisfied with the ending? <laughs> no. No, because Light Song's dead. And I want to know more about what happens. Like, Yeah, I want, I want Vasher to explain things. God damn. <laughs> I'm more interested in like, where's the soprano and Siri take everything right do they rule the kingdom with an iron fist all of a sudden now that they have Kalad's phantoms <laughs> it's falafel making another appearance <laughs> it, we never did will meet we ever see, will we will we ever <laughs> see mab yeah exactly will we ever meet richer <laughs> imagine they like have scouts right obviously mm-hmm. it's a kingdom imagine imagine like, if Imagine if the dad sent Ridger out to find Vivenna and oh, Ridger no. got killed. Yeah, we don't oh. know. Fafin's the queen. If that's the case. Falafel's the queen. <gasps> queen Falafel. <laughs> what were you going to say, Darkness? Oh, yeah. So, um, I'm assuming they have scouts, right? Um, <laughs> what if they see, like, a shit ton of lifeless just headed their way. They go to report, and then the lifeless are, like, gone, dead. Yeah, the scouts are just like, I, I swear, I swear there was a lifeless <laughs> army, guys. I really, I promise. Well, you probably still see all the bodies there. It's just like, you leave, they're like, a lifeless army's coming towards us. You come back. How, what, what happened? Why are they all dead? <laughs> what, what's gone, what's happened here? <laughs> right, yeah, I'm just like, what? <laughs> That'd be pretty crazy. <laughs> You'd be so confused. Huh. Um, so yeah, were there... Uh, I mean, I think you guys have already said this, but were there any answers you feel like we should have gotten that we didn't from this book? Yes, lots. <laughs> A lot. <laughs> Give me more answers. I'm just wondering... Yeah, where the kingdom is headed. Specifically, those two that are left to rule. And, like, is she going to try and make ties with uh, Idris? Well, I'm assuming that the whole point is that 
now with like Siri and Susabron being like a proper king and queen, is they're going to be oh. completely at peace with Idris? Also, also, um, I don't know. If, I don't remember you making the comment, but mm. it was one of the things I was also right on that it is a single breath with the power of the heightening of that I, amount of no, heightening. No, I had said that. We've said that way before. Yeah, when Vivenna okay, first okay, went okay. to the, yeah. to the yeah, arena. I don't remember it being confirmed, though. Yeah, no, it was. Because Vivenna says that when she, she sees the the returned gods for the first time, when she goes to the, one of the meetings to see her sister, she says when she looks at the gods, she can feel with her, with her awake, with, not with her awakening, with her, like, biochroma, with, like, her life sense, she can feel that they only have one breath, but it feels, like, mm -hmm. infinite to her. But it's a single breath. I just, but it wasn't confirmed, though. Is what I'm saying. I mean, like she felt that, but it wasn't. It, confirmed it was basically it confirmed. That, that was basically yeah, it, the, it being confirmed. No, Basha confirmed it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he did though. He did. He he stated I mean, it. He out, says though. it there, but I'm. I mean, I always took it as it being confirmed way back then. Like I'm pretty sure you had brought that up before, and I'm like, too. it did say this back in that chapter. <laughs> I don't even remember that, to be honest, but I don't I mean, remember a, a lot of ago. things. It was so. early on in the book. Yeah, I don't remember a lot of things, so. <laughs> so yeah, is there anything else you guys wanted to state about Warbreaker before we go into some predictions about what Atlantis will be like? Yeah, so, uh, Darkness, what do you think the Tenth Heightening would actually give them? Like, uh, what other powers that are possible? Uh, yeah. Yeah? Oh, okay. I, I, I read like the back part of the book. Yeah, that's right. what I was. Yeah, I listened. I, yeah. I listened to it, and they and they were the way the way that they were talking about it. They were yeah. Like, it says saying, other. There are rumors of other powers granted by the tenth heightening that are not understood mm -hmm. or have not been made known by those who have achieved it. Yeah, which is like it's like giving me like, oh, we're like not gonna tell you ever. Yeah, <laughs> like why? Like, you can't just say there's other stuff that can happen and not say what it is. Because now I'm going to live like book, this for the Give me another book, Sanderson. I want to know. <laughs> He's making so many books. <laughs> I don't care. He sh this has been so long. Like, this Stop the other so books and no, work on this. this. This came out so long ago. I mean, Elantra still hasn't gotten its sequel and it's even older. Exactly. <laughs> Make sequels. He can start working on that, the sequel for that one after we finish it. It's because uh, Stormlight and Mistborn are considered his main series. His main two series. Um, so that's why those are generally focused on. That's just bullshit. <laughs> They're good books. You'll enjoy them when we get why? to them. Why did we start here then? Because I feel like... because Well, one, it was free, remember? And I didn't want you guys getting into this if, if you weren't going to like enjoy reading this and doing the podcast so instead of you spending are, are money. you kidding me are you kidding me you didn't think i was gonna like reading I, a book i don't know i just was like i think we should start ah. with a free book i also feel like warbreaker is a good like one novel start oh, instead yeah. of oh, going yeah, right into a the series free, the, the free the free thing did make sense yeah i'm just saying i don't think i can handle it after another ending like this <laughs> yeah right like just not having the answers that we want and not being able to even read I, I think I will cry if I get another ending. Like Do you this. want me to go into Mistborn instead of Elantris? I mean, so you're saying it well, is no, I don't. Well, I'm saying I'm saying this is another single book. 
If you're not that ha- happy that with that, has me- a possibility. Wait, that has a possibility of having a second book. It yeah. has no strong ending, then. Yeah. I don't know. Well, the thing is, it's it. Both of these are standalone books. They they they're meant to be standalone books. They don't have to have a direct sequel. They're not meant to have direct to like have to have a direct sequel. Whereas Mistborn did, is meant to be a trilogy. This, how did you end this book? How does he end this, this book the way ending. he ended it? No, it's not. He literally says, "I'm going to another place," it, and then we had like nothing on that. There's no way. All right, That's... without without the epilogue, maybe I can understand it. Being... You don't like the epilogue? <laughs> no, I I like the epilogue. I just think that the epilogue creates the possibility there should be a second book. It's a beginning for an, like another one. Yeah, and then we get nothing, and that's what I'm talking about. Like if I you're think, telling me Elantris does I think the Elant- same thing, I think Elantris has a. I mean, I haven't read the epilogue of Elantris in a long time, but I think the Elantris has a slightly more concrete, maybe ending than that you would like more. Hmm. Okay. Well, I I don't really care. I'll read anything, but <laughs> I think it has a more concrete ending. I think you'll like it. I'll only be I'll only be mad for like I don't know a few days. <laughs> You'll forget about it when you get into Atlantis. It'll be fine. Hundred percent. Because I'll forget about it probably after we leave this podcast. Anyways, I'm gonna make it like my bio in every social media like betrayed by <laughs> betrayed by Brandon Sanderson. Yeah. yeah. All right. So that right, is... read this back of this book. That is the end of Warbreaker. And now we're going to read. Oh, hmm? oh! It makes sense that Siri's watching the podcast now because she survived. Oh God, yeah, <laughs> yeah, makes sense. So she's like, I already knew all of this. Why are they still going after you? She's like, I didn't need rescue. I knew exactly how it was going to end. Mm-hmm. She didn't need rescue anyway. She was standing at the blue fingers just fine. Uh, anyways, for for the podcast on Spotify and stuff's sake, what I'm going to say is. Uh, this episode of the podcast will be ending here. I'm going to do a little trailer, which is where we're going to be actually reading the back of Atlantis. And I'm actually, I think, going to read you guys the prologue for Atlantis because it's only one page. Okay. So for for uh, Spotify and Google Podcasts and all those listeners, that'll be a separate trailer. But for this, what we're doing live, it's just going to happen right now. <laughs>